It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone, no! Touchdown, Jets! Mike White, how about him? Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson's still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinn and Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like a Jet One. And it is time for the Jets Dolphins pregame report, the final pregame report of this season. And so for that, of course, we bring in our friend who's the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, it's kind of crazy because it's going to be 76 and sunny by all accounts later on today in Miami. And it's not even going to be that cold here. So even if the game was here, it's going to be a lot warmer than you would have expected this time of year. So the weather's cooperating. Unfortunately, the Jets did not because this game is essentially meaningless for them, other than the fact that they might be able to knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs. Of course, if they do, it's possible that would push the Patriots in. So this is not really a great scenario either way. Well, it's not the scenario you wanted. Uh, You know, you did get the the meaningful games in in December, but, you you know, you just missed at least one more week. You at least wanted one more week, and, you know, the Jets fans really wanted that second uh, two more weeks from there. But this is is the interesting part about the NFL, where we are at the NFL. Uh, They're sitting there competing all year for a playoff spot, just missed one week left. And now you're sitting there right outside the the top 10 draft picks possible. So Mm -hmm. you can look at it that way, too. Uh, Now, Jets fans are all too familiar with that. All right, there's another loss. Let's start to look at the draft uh, situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the first time I did that this season last week, I was just like, oh, hey, let's go look at what the draft's going to be. Like, I was like, all right. I've gotten so used to doing that in like September. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it felt, it felt weird to be doing that. And, and, you know, literally the, like the following year. Um, but that's what we're looking at now. They, they obviously, you know, you still want to look and see these young players continue to go as bad as the game was last week. You, you had sauce. Uh, you, you still want to see that. You still want to see Garrett Willis and some of these other young guys come along. But a lot of fans are going to be watching this game with more of an interest and in hoping that draft uh, that you can get a little higher draft spot. Yeah, Chris, I've actually already started doing my daily mock drafts that I'm posting to Twitter. And for those that follow me on Twitter, you know what I like to do. I'll post screenshots of my mock draft each day, and then I'll put the lyrics to a song I like with the mock draft. So not only do you get to see a mock draft, but you either get the lyrics to a song you already know and love or something you might not be familiar with. And now you can dive in and check out a cool new song that you might not know. So you're welcome is basically what I'm saying. But yeah, I have already started my mock drafts and 
I'm going to keep doing that, obviously, on the show. Once the season ends, we'll get into the free agency talk, and then we'll really dive in heavy on the draft. The Jets are going to have some guys in this game that they're going to be looking at to see whether or not they could be tenable solutions going forward or whether they have to go into the draft and fix certain positions. I'll tell you one that they absolutely have to fix, and that is the offensive line. Makai Becton hopefully will be back next year, but as we know, he's had two season-ending injuries in a row, so it's impossible to count on him for sure. You hope Elijah Vera Tucker comes back healthy. After that, who knows what's happening? Lakin Tomlinson should be here because of his contract, but he's making $17 million, and he's vastly underperformed. George Fant, most likely gone. Dwayne Brown could retire. Nate Herbig is a free agent. Connor McGovern, who's going to be playing in this game along with Lakin Tomlinson, the only two guys on the Jets' offensive line to make it through the entire season without getting hurt. Connor McGovern is a free agent. So that's really where the Jets are at right now. They head into this game, Chris, with LaMarcus Joyner out, Brandon Eccles out, Dwayne Brown out, George Fant out, Nate Herbig out, Mike White out, Joe Flacco will play. Zach Wilson is the backup, which is strange to me. I would have made it Strebler if the idea is that Zach Wilson needs a complete reset and shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't be active because with that offensive line the way it is, Joe Flacco's inability to move, there's a better than zero chance that Joe Flacco doesn't make it through this game and Zach Wilson would have to come in. So that's a very questionable move from where I sit. And speaking of Strebler, he was not activated, so he's not even going to be an option here. Signed to the active roster, Will Parks, Bradley and I, Eric Smith, Adam Pankey, and Irvin Charles. You may remember Irvin Charles flashing a little bit in training camp and in the preseason. So, Chris, that's where the Jets are at heading into this game, and that's what we need to know as we get ready to take a look at the prop bets and the game line and everything. But the offensive line is absolutely going to need to be fixed, and I still think it's a little weird that Wilson is active for this game if the idea is that he needs a full reset. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, it, it That doesn't make sense. Um and I agree with the I, the notion that he just he needs to full reset. I do agree with that. I think it's better for him to not do it. But then why you have him as a backup when, like you said, Joe, not only is he a statue back there, but he's just disinterested. Um, <laughs> like, I, I could see him just being like, yeah, you know what? I don't feel like going back out there. Uh, like, I'm, I'm half joking. Uh, just... I don't like being talking about reading body language, but man, besides from Jay Cutler, I don't know anybody who exudes worse body language. Just every step he takes. Um, <laughs> this this is kind of the thing. Uh, a couple of things here. Number one, we all missed it. We all with Mike White. All all of us got caught up in the excitement of it. He was coming back from those ribs injuries. It was insane that any of us had any expectations for him. I I talked about it last week. I'm not somebody who's going to tell you that Mike White is the future or anything like that. But to to judge him off of last week is absurd. Um, And I just want to take last year, if anybody remembers, I shoehorned a comment about Baker Mayfield playing through his injury. And I shoehorned it specifically, like hoping that it would stick with somebody and down the road, some situation would come up and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember this happened. Like, and then now, what happened to Baker? He played through the injury. He ends up getting cut for Deshaun Watson. He's bounced around on his uh, two teams this year. 
looked earlier this year. Justin Herbert gets his ribs torn up. Everyone, there's people writing think pieces. But what's wrong with Justin Herbert? He just got had fractured ribs. He's playing with <laughs> fractured ribs, and you mm-hmm. can't give him more than two weeks before you start at, at wondering what's wrong with him. And now, Mike White, I was joking with you, uh, uh, saying like. I feel like it would be better for Mike White to have missed the rest of the season and just be able to ride into the offseason with those two that two game hot streak and be able to talk about uh, go get a contract off that. Now he's got the got to go for a contract with that rib game in his mouth, and no one's gonna cut him slack for the ribs. So I want to shoehorn that in there, and then also obviously that derailed the season, but. And Bryce, Brees Hall injury derailed the season. But more it, than anything else, it was th- all the injuries on the offensive line. It, they held up miraculously well considering, you know, piece by piece by piece. And then it was just AVT playing all five positions at once. And then he fell and broke down. And then they still managed to patchwork for another week or two. And then, but then it just all fell apart from there. And the offensive line wasn't able to be the same, and the running game wasn't able to be the same. And obviously, again, Brees Hall was a huge part of that. But you saw Zonovan Knight looking really good for a couple of weeks there, and then the, it just completely fell apart there. So that obviously, the uh, quarterback's going to get the attention here in the offseason. But this is Joe Douglas. He, regardless of how good the offensive line is, he's going to address it anyway. But he's done a good job of getting starters and fixing the talent on this team. Right now, he needs to continue doing that by filling it up with depth. So, because these, this is the NFL; those injuries are happening. You can't use injuries as an excuse for your season because they're happening. You just have to build your roster with that in mind. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, I'll answer your question about Justin Herbert. There's a lot wrong with him, and the Chargers would be wise to cut bait and send him to yeah. the Jets right now for a mid-round pick. Cut your losses, Chargers, and send Justin Herbert to the Jets. Maybe the Jets can fix what's wrong with Justin Herbert because clearly he doesn't have what it takes to be a quality starting quarterback in a Chargers uniform. With that, let's talk about this game today, Chris, between the Jets and the Dolphins. The Jets are plus three and a half, and the over-under is 37. What do you think, Chris? Miami is in bad shape themselves. Now, they still have uh, life and hope at the playoffs, but they're starting Skylar Thompson at at quarterback. Uh, (laughs) They've got a bunch of injuries themselves. Everything makes me want to pick against the Dolphins until I sit there and remember Joe Flacco starting. So I'm going to go comfortably with the under here. Uh, I The only way that I see this the over coming clo- anywhere close to the over is if there's like three defensive touchdowns, um, which I'm not going to rule out. And that's probably going to stop me from going like super heavy on the under. But I'd lean, I'd lean betting against Flacco uh, with the points. But give me the under. I lo- I, I'd like that. Passing props, touchdowns. Joe Flacco over under one point five. Skylar Thompson over under point five. Passing yards. Joe Flacco over under two twenty point five. 
Skylar Thompson over under 185.5. Interceptions, Joe Flacco over under 0.5. Give me the over on the Flacco's. Uh, <laughs> Willis, we talked about this too before. Uh, Zach Wilson's the backup. So it's like, and, and what's Joe Flacco's not getting benched here? They like, so go ahead, let it rip. He's, he's throwing them over, over that easy. Rushing and receiving props, rushing yards, Jeff Wilson over under 54.5, Raheem Mostert over under 45.5. If you think back to what Mostert did against the Jets the last time these two teams played and the trouble the Jets seem to have with outside speed runners, Raheem Mostert might be a good bet here at 45.5 being the over under on him. Receiving yards, Corey Davis over under 35.5, Elijah Moore over under 27.5. Garrett Wilson over under 55.5. Remember, Garrett Wilson needs 74 yards to hit 1,100 for the season. Wouldn't bet on it because, as you said, Chris, Joe Flacco is playing quarterback, but it's not out of the question. Jalen Waddell over under 47.5. Tyler Conklin over under 26.5. Tyreek Hill over under 66.5. Yeah, I'm not in love with uh with those because of the Joe Flacco thing. Uh, I do think Garrett Wilson's likely to get that. I think Corey Davis is probably a nice uh, one there too. just, you know, he's just going to look for Joe Flacco to hit him on a bunch of little uh, 12 yard hooks and stuff. Um, the, the running backs, the Miami running backs are interesting though. Cause just looking at the defense the last few weeks, I want to I want to easily hammer both those overs. But again, Skylar Thompson's at quarterback, so the threat of Waddle and Hill is a little less, uh, you know, worrisome. I I'd, I think I'd I'd go feel good about taking Mostert still. This defense, uh, as good as they've played this year, obviously they falter a little at the end, but they're vulnerable uh, in the middle. Middle, And I know that the outside run, you talked about that, and Miami takes advantage of it. But I think that's just there's two ways that this offense can still get them with the, the running game. So uh, I, I'd, I'd go with the Mostert over there. Defense and special teams props. Sacks, Bradley Chubb over under .75. Christian Wilkins over under .75. Jalen Phillips over under .75. Melvin Ingram over under .75. I'll be honest, Chris, with the way this offensive line for the Jets is going to look later today, I'd probably take the over on all four of those guys. Tackles and assists, Christian Wilkins over under 5.5. Jalen Phillips over under 3.5. Jerome Baker over under 5.5. Javon Holland over under 4.5. Xavier Howard over under 3.5. Kicking props. Greg the Leg Zerline. Field goals over under 1.5. Jason Sanders over under 1.5. Kicking points. Jason Sanders over under 6.5. And extra points made. Greg Zerline over under 1.5. Jason Sanders over under 1.5. You say that jokingly about the sacks thing, but I bet you if you, you took all of them that you're you're hitting on two of them at least. And you're probably hitting on, on at least three of them. So that's not a bad strategy. That's the thing about betting sacks. And, you know, we've talked about it all the time. Like, it's really hard to get sacks. The best guys that, you know, at sacking a quarterbacks tend to not even get a, a sack a game. So 
it's it's hard to figure out who's going to get the sack when uh, – go ahead, bet all four of them. You're, you're going to split it at least. Touchdown props. Tyreek Hill plus 130. Raheem Mostert plus 145. Jeff Wilson plus 160. Jalen Waddell plus 185. Zonovan Bam Knight plus 225. Garrett Wilson plus 255. Corey Davis plus 295. Ty Johnson plus 295. Tyler Conklin plus 350, Elijah Moore plus 425, Mike Gusecki plus 500, Michael Carter plus 550, Trent Sherfield plus 550, CJ Ozama plus 600, Dolphins defense and special teams plus 650. That's not a bad bet because I have a feeling Joe Flacco is going to fumble at least once in this game, and it wouldn't shock me to see the Dolphins return it for a touchdown. Cedric Wilson plus 850. Jets defense and special teams, plus 850. No touchdown scorer in the game, plus 4,000. Not the worst bet I've ever heard considering the state of the quarterback play in this game. Skylar Thompson, plus 950. Durham Smythe, plus 950. Alec Ingold, plus 1,300. Joe Flacco, plus 1,100. Kenny Aboa, plus 1,500. Jeremy Ruckert, plus 1,600. Brexton Berrios, plus 1,600. James Robinson, plus 1,900. Denzel Mims, plus 1,900, Tanner Connor, plus 2,500, Salvin Ahmed, plus 2,500, Hunter Long, plus 2,500. Uh, yeah, hold, hold on just one, one, one uh, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, that's just me putting my bet in for a, uh, the no touchdown score. Um, <laughs> I, I was, as you were sitting there rattling it off, I was going to say, I got two plays for you, and one would be to play on Miami defense, because, Again, Joe Flacco. Uh, and <laughs> I was going to say I, I'm going to go off the board and go with no touchdown scored. But you you wisely brought it up. And, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and roll the dice on those. Uh, it's probably not likely, but I like that odds. So the, the chance of that happening here, yeah, 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 give me that one. Before we go, let's check in with our friend Walter Cherpinski of WalterFootball.com. With his picks from around the rest of the NFL, try and make you a few bucks this week. Walter, the floor is yours, my friend. Thanks, Scott. I'll begin with the Jets one final time this year. They're three-point underdogs in Miami this week. Actually, they're favored in Miami before the Joe Flacco news happened. But I actually like them with Joe Flacco this week because uh, they won't have to deal with Mike White's injury. Joe Flacco's at least healthy and should be able to throw on the Dolphins, who have a bad secondary. It kind of reminds me of Week 2 when Flacco had success against Cleveland. I think it's a similar matchup. The Dolphins need to win this game to make the playoffs. They also need the Patriots to lose. But that's kind of the reason why I like this. Uh, the game here for uh, for the Jets. Um, teams that need to win versus teams that are eliminated are they're about fifty six and ninety five against the spread in the final two weeks of the season. Uh, these teams often choke, and I think the Dolphins will do that. Skylar Thompson needs to win by four or more for this one to lose. So I, I like the Jets. I'm going to bet them a little bit this week. Uh, so let's move on to games I, I like a lot more. Let's start with the, the Bengals minus nine against the Ravens. So uh, before. Before the news came out about the, uh, the, the what happened with the Bills Bengals game, uh, actually I was leaning toward the Ravens, but now the Bengals need to win to avoid playing on the road uh, 
based on you know the the changes they made, uh, they they could win the coin flip even if they lose. But I don't think they want to risk that. Um, and it sounds like the Bengals are very angry by uh, by the NFL's ruling here. So uh, I think they're going to come out swinging against the Ravens, who are going to be playing with an injured quarterback. Uh, Tyler Huntley has uh, shoulder injury, so uh, he's not going to be 100. percent And the Ravens really don't have that much to gain. Uh, they need to win and the Chargers to lose to move from the sixth to the five seed. And I, I don't think it's worth it. I think there's a chance that the Ravens uh, sit their players, uh, especially given that they might play against Cincinnati next week. So uh, I don't think they're going to empty the playbook against the, the Bengals or anything. Uh, staying in the AFC North, I like the Browns. Uh, they're plus two and a half, but I would buy this up to three. And the reason I would do that is because the Steelers are seven and two with TJ Watt on the field this year, but four of their seven wins have been by exactly three points. They played against some bad quarterbacks uh, recently and, and during their winning streak. Uh, all the quarterbacks they played have been either backups or quarterbacks who have been benched, like uh, Derek Carr, for example, or Marcus Mariota. Uh, the the the, uh, the Steelers were trailing the Raiders at home for most of the game a couple weeks ago, and I think the Browns are better than the Raiders. Uh, the Browns have played extremely well defensively since Thanksgiving. Since Thanksgiving, they're second in defensive EPA, first against the pass. This defense has improved a lot, and I, I think Deshaun Watson seems to be getting better each week. I don't think he's going to be great or anything in this game, but I think they could play spoiler. This is another game where I think uh, I think the team that needs to win is going to choke. Uh, let's do it one more time. The team that needs to choke... Um the team that's going to choke, rather, is Seattle. Uh, they're six-point favorites against the Rams. I, I think the Rams uh, win this one uh, outright, but I, at the very least, I think they're going to cover the six. I think this line's too high. Uh, Seattle, I mean, we just saw them beat the Jets, but that's been their only win, uh, really, only only impressive win um, since October. Uh, since uh, since their bye, uh, they, they've they've struggled uh, a lot. They, they, they lost to the Raiders at home. They got blown out by the Panthers. They almost lost to the Rams. Um, they got blown out a couple of times by the 49ers and the Chiefs. Uh, the Seahawks just haven't been competitive, really, uh, except for last week, and that's only because Mike White was playing hurt, I, I think. Uh, the, the Rams uh, t- tend to have success against uh, the Seahawks. Uh, Mike, Mike uh, Sean McVay, rather, is 8-4 and four against the spread against Pete Carroll, so I think that success is going to continue. I think the, I think the Seahawks are going to choke. Uh, finally, the Broncos are minus 3 against the Chargers, so if I'm right about the Ravens and they lose as nine point underdogs to the Bengals I, I think that the Chargers are going to sit their starters it sounds like that's what's going to happen so I, I, I think Denver minus three is going to look pretty good and by kickoff I think this is going to rise as people realize that uh, the Chargers are going to sit their starters so those are the WalzerFootball.com week 18 picks against the spread uh, thanks for letting me uh, make my picks every week I really appreciate it it's always a blast and uh, uh, let's let's I uh, hope hope we can do it again next year so uh, back you scott thanks walter and thank you for listening make sure you check out everything walter and his guy charlie Campbell doing over at walterfootball.com follow chris on twitter at c nimbly and at jets insider read his very big deal work over at jetsinsider.com check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the play like a jet youtube channel over at playlikeajet.com new material from Sharman phillip Haley english on the stats and tommy griffin Krantz. Lots of great stuff there, so read all of it and watch our videos on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And... 
be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes, if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. <laughs>